Hello, you're listening to the following has been approved. My name is Jillian. My name's Jacqueline. And we're here to talk about new movie trailers. Yes, new. Weird. Hot. Weird. <laughs> Mostly weird. weird. Mostly weird. But before we get into the four trailers we're going to talk about, we talk about first movies we've seen. Jacqueline? I didn't see any new ones. Not a one? I don't think so. No, you've no. been watching The Good Place. You're not up been. to date with the movies. No, I'm, I'm watching TV. Summer is my movie time, because that's when all the TV goes to bed. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. So I watched a couple of movies, and the only two I want to discuss is more about um, how women directors don't get recognized. Okay, mm-hmm. so I finally finished The Irishman. In my last episode, I said it was boring and it was a slog. And it is, but the last hour is pretty friggin' great. So um, two-thirds of the movie isn't. <laughs> no, I'd say about, like, not two-thirds, but he could definitely, like, shaved off an hour. Like, we get it, Marty. Like, Italians were bad in the 70s and 80s. But... Find other subjects. <laughs> it's what he knows. He knows that and religion, so that's all he makes movies about. But um, the ending was so different from all of his other um, pictures, and I won't really spoil it, but it's very much, um, what if the anti-hero that you've been following, what if he doesn't go out in a blaze of glory and he ends up, like, in a nursing home and no one cares about him? It's really, really dark. Like, I've never seen... It, oh, it is. Afterwards, I'm like, Tim, that was the saddest thing movie I've ever seen. And technically, the main characters lived out. I mean, that's not really a spoiler because it's kind of based on true events. But it's dark, Jack, that I was like, oh, my gosh, we're all just going to mm. die. And no one's going to know anything we did, even if we did kill Jimmy Hoffa. No one's going to care. No. Nope. It's dark. And no one's ever going to know. Yeah, it's, it was. So I do suggest, if you do have Netflix, don't watch it in one sitting. I think it is too much, but break it in half. It's it's totally worth it. Okay, break it in half. <laughs> or Sounds of course, good. whatever whatever floats your boat. I also watched The Nightingale, which is um, essentially a revenge rape movie, but it also deals with colonialism in Australia. It's by the director Jennifer Kent, and hmm. um, it's really good. Like it's really good. So this premiered at I think Sundance maybe two years ago, and people walked out because there is one scene that it's like, oh shit! Like, why would I want to carry on watching? It's very violent. It's very dark. But um, I was just thinking about like, it was about marginalized people. This woman in Tasmania, and this um, Aboriginal uh, man in Tasmania, and it's about how like society treats them terribly, and they both kind of rise up and. They get their revenge. Not unlike Hmm. the Joker, about a man who was treated badly and he he rose up. I don't know why one gets all the awards and one is literally people say it's forgotten and said it was too violent. I think it's because a woman made it and I think it made me angry. I was like, this is, it was, it was. What could the difference be? (laughs) What could it be, Jacqueline? Hmm. Jacqueline, what could it be? Hmm. What could it be? Oh, what a what a thinker you got there. What a thinker. Did you watch all of SNL, including that song about white male rage? White man rage. White man, white man rage. rage. That was making this <laughs> rounds on Twitter today by a bunch of white men in rage who were like, how could SNL do that? It's about it's about a marginalized man who has mental illness. It's like, no, it's about white male rage. 
<laughs> and so is the Irishman, which I love. But the Oscars are broken, and awards are broken, and everyone should go see The Nightingale. I will and, warn you, though. It's it's dark. It's, it's it takes dark. a lot to stomach. I'm sorry. I zoned out for a second. Is the main character a man or a woman? A man? Oh, it's technically a woman, but she um, she's an Irish woman stuck in Tasmania, and she has to get um, an Aboriginal tracker. So they're uh, first... It, they become co-leads, and it's um, it's huh? really great. It's like co-leads, co-leads of the movie. Co-leads, got it. <laughs> I thought you were saying an Irish person's name. I apologize. No, I, I would was... never try. There's a, often there's lots of like um, I was say not authentic. What's the word? Gaelic. I don't know. There's a lot of Irish language mm-hmm. in it. It's very beautiful, and also this other Tasmanian language is almost like extinct. I don't know. It's yeah. a great movie. No one saw it. And I'm sad. The, the Nightingale. The Nightingale. All right. But now on to movie news, which is a little less dark, but no less yeah. insane. Uh, this is something I've been wanting to talk about now. Uh, for some reason, they're making a National Treasure 3. I mean, not some reason. Those movies do really, really well. No. <laughs> and like- also... They stay in the culture. Like, come on, everyone loves it when he tried when he stole the Declaration of Independence. How unnecessary! <laughs> so unnecessary. Um, I'm super excited though because I think this. Like, did you see the second one? It just gets weirder. I say I don't think I did, but I don't like. You don't need to. Like, what did he do no. in that one? I don't remember exactly. All I remember is that he stole Thomas Jefferson's bifocal glasses. Uh, I thought it was Ben Franklin's bifocal glasses. Ben Franklin, that's what I said. Yes, and I thought that was the first one. Maybe I have seen both of them. Or maybe you've only seen one and you don't even realize it. Maybe. Uh, Sean Bean was the bad guy in the second one. Or was he the bad guy in the first one? I'm pretty sure you've only seen one of these movies. Maybe. Wait a second. I feel like I have to look this up. But I'm looking it. I'm looking it up. I swear, Sean Bean is the bad guy in the first one. Yes. Oh yeah, Justin Bartha's in it too. Is he in yes. both? Okay, so he is. First... Is he going to be in the third one? No one knows. How did he survive past the first one? Everyone knows if you catch Sean Bean, you kill him. No, he was there. Whoa, this is a stashed cast. Did you know that Christopher Plummer, Harvey Keitel? We're also yep. in the first one. I remember Harvey Keitel because he showed him that golden room. Okay, yep. Jack, these movies are stupid. What do you think is going to happen in the third <laughs> one? Um, okay, I thought long and hard about this. I think this is where we finally get a national treasure and Mission Impossible crossover. Mm. Like, it's the How only thing that goes down. Sense. I have no idea. But, like, think of how ridiculous it would be. It's going to be, like, history, and then Tom Cruise is going to come in and blow some stuff up and jump off a plane, and, like, then Nicolas Cage is going to be there just, like, <laughs> like laughing, like, stupid Nicolas Cage face. <laughs> so, I mean, this. I totally am for it, but there's no way Tom, ha- Tom Cruise will allow Nicolas Cage to show him up in a movie. <laughs> because he would. He would. Like, Tom Cruise would do all those stunts, but we'd just be looking at Nicolas Cage like, but what do you think? Crazy man. Yeah. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Um, or maybe they're going to, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe they need to go out west. Okay. Oh, I think you're right. Jacqueline, I'm going to read you the 
what happened in the second one, which you have not seen, I don't think. Maybe you have, but this is a crazy okay. plot line. Benjamin Gates, Nicholas Cage, must follow a clue left in John Wilkes Booth's diary to prove his ancestors' innocence in the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, maybe I did not see that one. <laughs> yeah. First of all, why do we care if his ancestor killed what? Abraham Lincoln? Like, what a weird thing. Why is John Wilkes Booth writing about it? Like, by the way, it wasn't Nicolas Cage's great-grandfather. It was me, JWB. Wait, is is his great-grandfather John Wilkes Booth, though? I did not see this movie. I would never see this movie. Apparently, neither did I. I really thought I did. <laughs> Oh my gosh, wait. This is part of it. They discover a plank that has early Native American writing on it. The plank only has one symbol that Patrick... Oh, maybe they're... Also, Helen Mirren's in this? Yes, he's, fuck, she's Jacqueline? his mom. She's the mom. <laughs> okay, I have so you seen, have seen the second that. one. Okay. I don't know you if could... I've seen the whole thing. Because well, I don't remember a also, lot of it. I can't tell you what happened in the first one, other than at the end, Harvey Keitel's like, yeah, the Masons exist. Here's a room of gold. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, so we, you think... I'll just accept it. Mission Impossible crossover. I think, um, it, I like the idea. It's a Western thing, and he has yeah. to go out West to prove that his ancestors actually own New Mexico. I don't know, Jacqueline. It could literally be anything. It could be anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is going to be insane. Do you? You think, um, who's the woman in it? You think she's going to be back? I can't remember her name. Diane Kruger, really yeah. Diane yeah. Kruger has nothing else to do. And also, John Voight also doesn't have anything else to do except say crazy stuff, so you know he's back. Or did he die? Also, Ed Harris was in this? Like, I, I don't... feel like he has better things to do. I don't know, man. I feel like this podcast is just going to turn into a national uh, treasure conspiracy the podcast. Oh my god. We should start that. <laughs> Yeah, just everyone who get together just say, like, just like Mad Libs. Like, okay, I think it Benjamin Gates <laughs> will go to Louisiana to see if Lewis and Clark actually fathered his granddaughter. Like, just some dumb shit. <laughs> you know. You know that's how this is getting written, so. <laughs> Absolutely. So to the writers of National Treasure, we salute you. Um, yep. Keep, keep doing, doing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready to start for some trailers? I There's think no way. so. They won't be as good as National Treasure 3, but they'll be something. Okay. Someone's trying to kill me! Please! Go drive now! This I'm is Miles. Gun Akimbo. And this is the story of the worst day of my life. Another schism. 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 Schism picked random psychos, weirdos, and criminals and made them fight each other to the death. So the internet loved it. And then I came into the picture. So Daniel Radcliffe is, um... You scared yet? He's having a bad time. Welcome to Schism. He wakes up, and there's guns bolted to his hand. Which, you know, <gasps> gross? Uh, yeah, sure. They bolted these things to my hands. They have my girlfriend. And some psycho is trying to kill me. I'm not a fighter. I'm a nobody. Hey, 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 I need help. Oh, it's one thing to say you can't face violence, but when it faces you, you better be ready. When the shit goes down, you better be ready. You better be ready. 
Mm. Also, Reese Darby's some kind of homeless stage. Like, who knows? Who knows this movie? <laughs> Schism said they would wipe my sleep. No, Schism is gonna kill us both. So it's very video game like, like these two players, but in real life, have to kill each other. Yeah, kind of like that other movie. That could be so many movies. Oh, it's playing. Thank you very much. Sorry. How is he gonna drive with guns bolted to his hands? I say a lot of this will just be funny things about how you can't do regular activities with gun bolts to your hands. Uh, 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 did I win? Okay. And so the 80s soundtrack in the background. So you remember that movie? I think it was with Emma Roberts, and she like there's like a, the internet game, and they told oh, you like oh yeah, it's too, like truth or dare kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what this reminds me of. I can't remember the name of it, but it's probably like truth or dare or something. <laughs> but yeah, but that's those are the vibes I'm getting. I well, that one looked more. That one looks slicker, like a better movie than this. This one just looks. Um, this is a pure chaos. This is a pure chaos movie, which is kind of what Daniel Radcliffe does at this point in his life, which I kind of love. Hey, I applaud him for that. <laughs> no, I love that he just he has he literally has the time and money to just be like, this is interesting. I would like to act with guns on my hands the whole time. I will do this. I'm Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> I say also, it to so. Also, I and the other movie was Nerve. Oh, sorry. Ner nerve? Like nerve? Nerve. Oh, okay. Nerve. Yeah, that nerve. one looks sleeker and better than this one. This one looks... And also, other than Daniel Radcliffe, there's no big stars. Samara Weaving, actually just said, Brady or not, she plays the, the woman who's trying to kill her. I really do like her, but she's not yeah, a good name. She's not. But she has a face that, like, you're like, I know her. Because she looks like Margot Robbie, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, I didn't get that at all. Really? Oh, there's yeah. some pictures where like she looks just like Margot Robbie. She's also Hugo Weaving's uh, niece, so maybe that's what she looks oh, like. Oh, maybe. That movie looks weird. Really, really weird. It does, but like I don't like in a weird. I don't know. I can't decide if I liked it or not. Uh, I don't think I did. I think it's just like Daniel Radcliffe. But um, maybe. And again, he doesn't need movies to do good or bad because he's got enough money. So I don't really care about that movie. But I just wanted us to all talk about it. He's got gun hands. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like Nerve meets um, uh, Army of Darkness with Bruce Campbell. Oh, Chainsaw. I was like, what's Army of I haven't seen that. Too scary. Chainsaw Hands? It's no. not a scary movie. Oh I know gosh. it's campy, but I'm still not going to watch it. And uh, I might watch this next movie. Here we go. Welcome to Yonder, a wonderful development. It has all you'd need and all you'd want. Number nine. This is Bavaria. Number nine is not a star. No, this is beyond Edward Scissorhands. This is like Minority Report. Stepford Wives, yeah? It's yeah. not exactly what we're looking for. That guy was so strange. Yeah. Wait. No, no, I don't think this is the right way. Yeah, this is the way we came in. Number nine again. 
Did we just do some kind of loop? How if we just... Want me to drive? Such a check. Because I think this is not possible. We can't make turns like this over and over. We have gone this way. Oh no, they're caught in a loop. Oh my god. Hello? Is this about how living in the suburbs and having a family is really dark and terrible? You are home. Creepy little mutant. Oof. Oh, they're flipping the kid off. Mm, very weird. Like, very weird. I don't like creepy kids. Um, that looks like depressing. The... Yeah, it looks dark, but that looks very, very weird. I like that. I've always liked Jesse Eisenberg. Imogen Poots, I don't care about either way, but she looks good in this. Yeah. Um, interesting. My biggest question in this movie is are there neighbors uh i feel like there's gotta be at least one other couple in there or one other person right like well, i don't have got to find each I other i don't think so because it's like they're in like a fake surreal not real place Jacqueline, they were delivered a baby in a box i don't think they have any neighbors <laughs> it's like a scary truman show yes it reminds the truman show but like yeah but scarier demented yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll put that in, in the maybe pile. It looks pretty cool. We've some weird movies so far. Yeah. Um, let's go to something uh, more classic. Something funny. The Democrats are getting their asses kicked. We need some way to road test a more rural-friendly message. This is called Irresistible. Bad times. I guess they aren't principles. They're just hobbies. Nice. John Wayne and a tractor have a baby, and all you can say is nice. Really nice. Oh my god, it's so nice. What is Topher Grace doing there? Hastings is our key back into the great now swing state of Wisconsin. He just doesn't know it yet. So, a bunch of political operatives are going to find Chris Cooper. Because Chris Cooper's great. That was your daughter with her arm up the cow? Guys like me don't know how to talk to guys like you. Do you have a bottle opener? That's a, no, it's just a twist. Oh, you, oh, twist off. Yeah, 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 I know. Maybe he does need a bottle. Maybe use your, Probably. your vest. But I would like to offer my services. Can we quiet the cows, please? To help him run for mayor of Deerlocking. And if you could get some of them to face front. Oh, my God. I am telling you guys, Jack could be the real deal. This little campaign of ours has caught the attention of the National Republican Party. Why are you here? Because crushing the last piece of hope in your eyes really gets me off. It's good to see you. Yeah. You look fat. So Rose, Rose Byrne comes in <laughs> to mess up 
Steve Carell's life. Game on. Tons of press, lots of money. This seems a bit crazy. Don't put all the black ones in the center. He's running as a moderate. This is the 18. All you have is fear. 20 bucks says I do better with fear than you do with shame. The Democrat Party can't win. They're getting desperate. This is really just another perfect example of the DC elite trying to dictate how we should live. That's we, your DC elite. Oh, no, actually, I'm from here. I'm from Deer Lackett. That's a lie. That's a lie. No, no that's what are you even doing? Okay. Uh, well, that's great and spirited. Thank you so much. No. <laughs> I'm guessing she's supposed to be a Kellyanne Conway type where she just says literal lies. Like, yes, I was born here. Yeah, for sure. Oh, as soon as I saw her with a blonde, with like blonde hair, I was like, oh, she's the Republican. <laughs> yeah. So that's directed and maybe written by Jon Stewart? Did it say written yeah. too? Interesting. Yeah, I guess he couldn't stay away from the politics this year, huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, that looks. It looks funny. It looks it very antiquated in terms of yes. politics. But I, um, but I love the cast. I love Chris Cooper. Like I would vote for him for president. <laughs> I wish he would run. Uh, um, Steve Carell's. I guess he's back doing like. Uh, solid comedies and not trying to do weird drama stuff, which I, I kind of love. What weird drama stuff or comedy? No, oh, I both? love him in comedy. I like him doing, yes. the com- doing the comedy circuit, and also doing Rose Byrne comedy. kills it in all comedies. So she does. She's super talented. <laughs> I, you're right. I like this cast. I think I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I'm kind of excited. I don't know. I truly think that Jon Stewart is thinks politics. I don't think he's truly like moved like with how literally insane it is. Like this seems nice. This seems nice. I wish uh, politics were this nice. <laughs> I see what you're saying, and I agree. Yes, but I also don't want to see a movie about real politics because we're living it. Exactly. We so live it every day. I'd wow. rather see a funny version of it. <laughs> oh, the then let's. Let's end with this last one about a real political thing that happened that's terrible. Some real things have happened lately. I want to know why. This is the last thing the he with wanted. The moral compass. Always a step ahead. Everything that happens, she's sourced up and in print. These people are starting to move surplus arms to Contras. You can't just look away. Ancient shipping crates for M16s, most likely. He's the old man. Dad. Allie. I got a big deal coming. The big deal. Oh, Willem Dafoe. My dad is innocent. I love Willem Dafoe. Anne Hathaway should know that her dad's into bad shit with Willem Dafoe. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like you're waiting for somebody. I think you. Everything is here. So is she and a journalist? Yeah. She's a reporter, but her dad is maybe doing some Iran-Contra deals, and Rosie Perez is concerned, and Ben Affleck looks smug. the end of something, not the beginning. Where do you find this? How did you find me? If you had to pick a reporter capable of tracking a load of munitions in South America, wouldn't you pick you? Ben Affleck has anti-aging technology on him. The car. 
You could have got on a plane and left this place. In a perfect world, we'd make perfect choices. In the real world, we make real choices. So is that a real story? Um, no, I think Just it's a, a Joan Didion fictional story. But the Iran-Contra scandal is pretty much oh, ridiculous yeah. anyway. So if you make, so, like a, if you make a, a fake version of it, it's like, yeah, sure, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> that could have happened, too. <laughs> um, so. I think it looks good. It's directed by Dee Rees, who I love Dee Rees. Like, I never loved Mudbound, but I really love Pariah, which is one of her first mm. movies. And I think she's a great director, so I, I hope that does well. Okay, and it's in and it's on Netflix. Yeah, so. kind of like what they did to Mudbound, but this has a better cast, I think. So mm, okay, I'm into it. It, it looks really good, um, and I don't like Ben Affleck. So. No, I don't. But he's if he's playing like some kind of smarmy politician who is a hundred percent smuggling uh, arms into Central America. I oh, totally that's buy him. It. Yeah, 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 that's like his that's... mo face, of course. Yeah. And if and if somehow he's getting Willem Dafoe to help him as like the chaotic, um, the chaotic person, totally for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man, this they were typecast in this one. Like these roles were made for them. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think that's the one I want to see first. First, I want to see the last thing he wanted. Mm-hmm. Then it's. Irresistible, even though it looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Then Vivarium, then <laughs> Guns Akimbo. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel Radcliffe. I agree with that a hundred percent. Right, so just like the opposite that we watch these in. Yeah, I mean, if you do see yeah. Guns Akimbo, like you can tweet us and tell us because why? Why is that being yeah. made? Yeah, I hope someone has those answers. <laughs> And if you do have those answers, please tweet us at We Approve It. Or you send us an email at the following has been approved at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the following has been approved. We're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Cinema Geekly, Instagram, and Tumblr. Just type in We Approve It and you can find us. Yes, you will. Bye. Bye.